John, you can't see Nami. You can't see Toonami? You can't see Nami. I want to see Nami. And I want to see Luffy. And I want to see Zoro. And Sanji. And Usopp. And I forget the rest of the names. And Robin. And Brooke. And Tony Chopper. You and your One Piece stuff. Oh, I also forgot. I forgot what was the name of the robot guy. I have no Frankie. idea what the name of the robot guy is. Frankie. I also want to see Frankie. Hmm. Okay, well, the speaking... inferior to Frank. Yeah, Frank. He's not related, though, so he has no... I, 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 it doesn't stick. Uh, typical things that, that, things that don't stick. The Immaterial Gamers Podcast. Hello, everyone. That's us, apparently. Hi, ah, this, is, this is episode 58B. That's plan B, because A failed. Dramatic. It's really more like D failed. Oh, well. Well, S didn't fail, and R didn't fail. Well, it's more the project rate failed. So, yeah, I I may or may not have recorded an an hour-long podcast uh, in a completely different project rate, which apparently desynchronized the entire audio track and made it completely unusable. Yeah, and unfortunately, I'm not a great sound mixer. Christian! So, uh, getting that all back together doesn't really work. Yes, Have Steph. any of you seen that trailer for that film about a kid whose imaginary friend is Hitler? Uh, yeah, it's um, the one that's been directed by Taika Waititi. I have no idea who's directing it. All I know is that trailer looks hilarious when they go, the kid's there having a paintball fight and then you see Hitler in the background going, <laughs> like a lunatic. <laughs> wow, we went from zero to Hitler very early this week on the podcast. Zero to Hitler. Tiger with titty, with titties. Mm, yeah. Uh, right. I mean, right. Uh, let's let's move on. My name's Ryan. Nine. Uh, see, uh, all I heard is when he said right, he was doing that stance. He was stood there with one hand across his oh, face. Oh, I certainly wasn't. <laughs> I absolutely wasn't. I'll give you that right now. Uh, so, yeah, you got Ryan. This you is got where, Stefan. This is, the, this is the episode where Ryan comes out as a secret Nazi. Uh, no. No. What you don't know, he's an anti-Nazi. Antifa? Is that what anti- anti-Nazi is? Uh, yeah, well, it's an anti-fascist. And, and Hitler was basically a fascist. Anyway, look, you all know world history. So, like I said, that was Steph that was going, woo, and we also got Duncan. Yeah, boy, the guy who ruined everything. Oh, stop it. At least he knows it. No, let him swat Blame Canada. It's not even a real country. You see, we had that before we started re-recording this. Uh, you know, Matt was here and he and he said, you know, you should just not do a podcast and just have an hour loop of Blame Canada. And now, <laughs> granted, granted, now, considering the copyright issues that could occur with that, we didn't do it, so we oh, I'm, I, I, I to turn it into, it into Blame Canada. Uh, we'll turn it into what? a rap. Uh, no. We'll be fine. We'll wrap it. No, we, we, don't, we don't do the battle raps. Okay, then we'll turn it into a... Opera. I want you to turn battle it into... Rap. I want you to battle turn raps it into of epic a, history. We'll turn it into opera. Blame Slam. Canada! Slam poetry, maybe? Can we make... I'm, I'm going to make a poem all about Canada and how bad it is. I don't do that. And I'm gonna send but it, I thought and I, you liked Canada. I do like Canada, so I'm coming again. And yet, and yet you're going to the place that you've done. I'll happily write... I will happily write a poem about how shit England is, how shit any other country is. I don't give a damn. But let okay, me, can let, you let, do without... Let me, let me, at least let me do one where of a country I've been. 
Slag off Gibraltar. That's not hard. It's a small little shitty rat. <laughs> I'm surprised it doesn't sell rock. <laughs> Get fucked, Gibraltar. It's always, making, it's always making the news. It's never positive, neither. It's always something about Spain and something about something else. <sighs> now I need to go make a poke. <laughs> oh, dear. So, uh, yeah. So this is take two of the podcast. Um, where we're actually going to do it like the normal podcasts, my, my, the, the pre episode fifty seven podcasts. So we're going to go through what's been played again, and hopefully we all remember what we played. Mine, mine, mine. Will you stop? No, I'm getting ready to say it. <laughs> mine, mine. I'm so going to chat. You know, you know, I could just just have you over in a minute. But um, yeah, we've got some news. We've got some gaming news. Don't expect too much of it. It's only because we're recording on a Sunday. We forgot so, that it was a Sunday. So let's uh, kick you I actually thought it. today was Monday. No. No, I actually did. I was at work and I actually thought today was a Monday. That's a shame. It's not. I wish it was as well because that means I only had far more days in work and I was off again. I wouldn't, because if I was here right now, I'd be wondering where I'd be getting my work <laughs> my work days pay from. <laughs> it's um, bank holiday. Uh, no. Right, let's get straight to it. This is What's Been Played. What's Been Played. So, Dunksteff. Dunksteff! Are we supposed to just talk over each other and <laughs> both just go at the same time? Or? I think we can do this. We, we split the game in half, so yours is what? Fire yours is Fire Emblem, so it's, uh, no, really, it's uh, no longer Fire Emblem. Really it's, now, it's now oh. Fire Earth. Oh, Firecraft. I, yeah. I apologize for everyone who's listening Sacred to that line. point. Is. Okay, Steph, go for it. You played Minecraft, Minecraft Earth. Earth. Earth, Earth. I don't know why I keep doing that every time I say Earth. I don't know. I think you're too used to League of Legends is Earth. I am. I also have it with a khaki. Mm. Um, but yeah, Minecraft Earth. I I completely forgot what I said about it yesterday. It is, um, so in that case, explain what it is and uh, and why you're enjoying it so far. Because you are. Oh, I am. I, I love it. I love it. Just need to fix things. Um, it is a bit. It's a crossbreed between Pokemon Go mm. and Minecraft. Okay. So, one thing that I didn't bring up last time is it's not actually made by Niantic, is it? It's a Microsoft game. Yeah, Microsoft. I- I'm quite surprised you don't get you to sign in using your Minecraft account. You just make you sign in with your uh, Microsoft account. Well, I'm-, I'm glad, to be honest, because some Russian stole my account. Well, that Russian had good tasting games. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow, I just got a wear cow. Okay. <laughs> so, I- yeah. I-, I got a blue m- a, mu- a mushroom cow, but it's a daiser. So I don't oh, get mushroom. How- a daisy it's, mushroom. It's called a moo bloom. Ha ha ha. I'm not kidding, that's what it's called. I know. Moo bloom! And it's rare. But, yes, you were, you were describing the game. Um, yeah, so it's Minecraft with Pokemon Go. Yet the, mm-hmm. You don't have to go to specific locations to do anything. Everything is in the open. From what I know and from what I could tell when I'm playing it near the airport, is any restricted area does not spawn anything. Right. So... Manchester Airport doesn't spawn anything unless you're outside the terminals. That's the one good thing I like because Pokemon Go actually had gyms in the terminals and you couldn't get them unless you were like about to get on a fucking flight. Yeah, because term- terminals are now airside. In fact, there's basically nothing other than depart um, the arrivals lounge. And even it's not airside anymore, and yeah, really. And that doesn't reach the Pokemon Go stop. Mm-hmm. So I-, I-, I pity the fool who worked at them, who worked there and claimed it every day. <laughs> well, Mr. T now is depressed. Um, but I find it a lot better. Pokemon 
What Pokemon? Mine, the blocks and the animals and everything spawn a lot better. So I can turn my game off now and come back to it in 20 minutes and things would have spawned back around me. Not much. Like maybe one or two things. But it was better than Pokemon where you literally... I find Pokemon made you need to travel more to get stuff. Right. While Minecraft is going... We don't want you... We, we For the kids they're aiming at, you think of it. Kids, even for Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go was aimed for pretty much our generation and younger. So any generation mm. who knew Pokemon as a kid and younger. Minecraft, literally the same. But instead of doing the whole thing of... If your kids want to get Pokemon Go, they have to travel to the park. You have to go somewhere somewhere a bit more open where most Pokemon seem to appear. Yeah. While with Minecraft, I can walk out my door and just collect things from across the road. Mm. Walked, and, and then literally, um, literally I'll sit in my house and collect stuff. Don't get me wrong, I think you might, I think you collect better stuff in rural areas, like parks and shit like that. I assume they probably might be better stuff. Mm. And I think... Some of the chests are in key points, like, um, like some of the where the Pokemon gyms were. Yeah. Oh no, they're not. They're just random again because I've just opened the game again in this chest that I could see. Roughly where the Pokemon gym is has moved over to the other side of the road. So what you're saying is that Minecraft Earth is a lazier game than Pokemon than Pokemon Go. Yes, it's a lot lazier. It's a lazy man's game, but. Poke, but Minecraft Earth, I don't think it's... It's not basing itself on the whole thing of being able to go out and collect blocks. It's, you go out, collect these blocks, and then you build your own little palace that you carry around with you. And you can show your friends as you go around. So, mm. it is more all about the build. Which I haven't started yet, because I'm the just build. trying to collect blocks. Don't get oh, me wrong. You, you, you take a long time to collect blocks. And they've also added rubies, which I hope they add to the main game. What about Yang? No, Blake. I don't want... Weiss? Weiss? No. Oh, you beat me to it. Penny. They've got Coffee. They've got Team Coffee. Coffee! Oh, dear. Yeah, you're going to be Good. one of them people that buy the comic, aren't you, Dunk? The Ruby uh, comic? No, the Coffee comic. Uh, well, the Coffee thing is, uh, isn't it like a young adult novel or something? No idea. Yeah, there is one. And then they have, and then they have a DC Comics comic for the main Ruby team. I have no yeah. idea. But yeah, last time I spoke about it, I was level 2. I am now level 3. Oh my god. I know, innit? To be honest, I could have got level... I could have got a lot higher, I just didn't play it much at work. <laughs> That's because I was busy today. Womp womp. Oh, leave me alone. But, um... Yeah, there, there is things that need fixing. The, the um... What was it? The sat-nav. The location. Too. Yeah, the, the, the GPS in it needs a bit of a fix. Which, today I've not had much of an issue with, to be honest. It's not kind of flung me around as much today as it did yesterday, so I don't know if it's random connection issues through me, but I I, I, knew, I do know a lot of people have complained about just being, like, say, they're stood at home or something, and the next thing they know, they're, they're about half a mile down the road on, on the Minecraft. Flinging around at the speed of sound. Um, yeah, I, I love the part where you... If you, start, if you start a jog, or get in a car, or move at any... Like decent speed, that's not working. You get mm. a little minecart. Your little <laughs> Steve or your little Alex will just appear in a minecart and go wee down the road. <laughs> it's funny. I I just want custom skins. I want my um original Minecraft skin. I w I want to be me. I don't want to be a Steve. Oh, uh, there'll there'll be something. You'll have to pay for skins, just as you do. 
As long as I can add my own personal skin, I don't give a damn. I'll pay. You know me. Fair. I'll just, I'll just let me add my actual Minecraft account. And then it just takes your skin from that. Seeing that your Microsoft account is technically attached to your Minecraft account. To my knowledge. So because everyone who has a Microsoft has a Minecraft. Yeah. Te technically, everyone who has a Minecraft has a Microsoft nowadays. Because you have to make a micro You have to make a Mojang account, actually, to make a Minecraft account. And I'm assuming the Mojang, Mojang. account would be attached to your uh, Microsoft account. Mojang. Yeah, it's Mojang, isn't it? I don't care. It if is. I pronounce things wrong, I don't give a damn. I'm not... I don't care about English. Well, you've probably never once, like, like in your life, ever said specific correctly. It's always specific with you. Very. Uh, do, you know, do you know something? Just be happy I can say... Just be happy I can say mayonnaise. Because at one point, I could never say mayonnaise. So leave me the fuck alone. Every time you say Pacific, I'm just like, well, what about Atlantic? <laughs> Stop that. I was out of the room, so I couldn't counter you, but when you were saying like, you gotta go to Pacific locations, I was like, what about Atlantic locations? Why oh, would, why would... I, I love the fact now I know he wasn't there. He wasn't really there to pay attention to me. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was I was feeding a dog. See, you don't yeah. love me anymore. This is why oh, when I come to Canada, Canada next, I'm not coming to see you. I'm coming to see you. Are you? I'll just be following along behind you how, at a distance. How are you going to do that? Like the Slenderman. How are you going to do that? Yeah. Like the short Slenderman. You <laughs> are you just going to strap yourself to um, your auntie's car? Every step you take. Every right. move you make. Every breath you take. I'll be stalking you. Right, well, in that case, since it's Speaking of stalking. Yeah, Duncan. Speaking of Slenderman. Yeah, well, well. so uh, like you want to go talk about your Fire Emblem game that you were playing? Oh, how did you know I was playing Fire Emblem? Because um, you're using the intuition. Uh, all right, so um, what did I, what was I talking about? So I I beat uh, <laughs> Fire Emblem Blazing Blade, yeah. which uh, was the 2003 International Fire Emblem, which uh, on the GBA, which I talked about uh, probably a couple podcasts ago. Yep. So I finally finished that. My first time completing it. Outside. No. So now I decided, hey, I got through that. Now why don't I go on and play Sacred Stones, the other GBA Fire Emblem game? Yes. And uh, so far, I'm about seven missions into it, and that's a really good game so far. Right. Yeah. Mm? Never say yes like that again, please. You remind me of Tony the Tiger. Oh, I will do that more often Tony once the... I remember what that yes was. Tony the Tiger. They're You're great. great. Just the way he said yes reminds me of him saying, they're great. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. Sacred Stones. Yes. What was it about? All yes, I have Sacred Stones. Also, I'm playing a game called Fire Emblem Sacred Stones. What is it about? <laughs> what it's is about. it about? Yeah, what is it about? <laughs> Feet, usually. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's what usually what boots are all about. Um, And they're made for walking, mainly. going to walk uh, so, all I mean, over And you? that's probably what they're going to do. I'm being honest. I'm walking to what they'll do! Cause oh. my diamond booties were made to walk all over you. And, then, and, I, um... and I thought our podcast wasn't going to be as crazy today. I was wrong. <laughs> you've got us in a better mood today, sacred dude. Stone. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. you've got sacred stones. It's pretty much the same as every other Fire Emblem game that's ever existed. Um, basically, you have a singular continent named Unpronounceable. <laughs> It's not unpronounceable uh, for my knowledge. That at some point in the past faced a, a great evil, uh, usually dragons, but in this case it's just Halloween monsters. 
Woo! Halloween monsters. Jack the Pumpkin Skeletons, King. zombies, floating eyeballs. You know. So you've got Jack. You've got Boo. You, did was Santa in this by any chance? Maybe. I'm not sure yet. I'm always having missions in. Okay. If no. you if you find Santa Claus, you want to go for the kids. They, um, they, and then you uh, and then you need to fight Boo. So after defeating the great evil about a thousand years ago. There's been a bunch of peace, and then all of a sudden one of the kingdoms goes crazy because their leader gets possessed by ancient evil, which is oh, usually a dragon, but in this case it's Halloween monsters. Uh, and now they're invading the peaceful country of Good Gaia. Good Gaia. <laughs> uh, and your blue-haired lord character uh, is tasked with uh, t- retaking their homeland and defeating uh, the, the, the invading nation of Bad Guy. Does it have to be a blue-haired fella? Yes, that is that is a requirement. You either have blue hair or albino white hair. That's, I'll, I'll no be albino white. What do you think you can just be like a? What do you think you can just be like an orange-haired lord? I mean, what the fuck's wrong with you? you can't just hey, please. I've been playing Awakening. I've been mine a purple-haired lord. See, lady. Uh, well, you know, I mean, have you? Are you really? I mean, are you a lord or is Crom the lord? Well, I guess Crom's the lord. I mean, technically now they consider you playing as the Avatar character, don't they? Yes. Nowadays. I will play Lord Lord Boo. Lord Boo. Majin Boo? No. <laughs> uh so yeah, and then and this particular gimmick is the sacred stones, which apparently are the items that sealed away the ancient evil and uh now that they're being hunted down to be destroyed. Question evil in, in that game is it the same way it was in another fi- I can't remember which Fire Emblem game I've played where when you're collecting other people you can change their name. Can you change the other play, like other companions' names? No, I don't know of any Fire Emblem games that let you do that. I mean, maybe so, there are some, but I'm, I'm, play, I'm uh, sure all the I ones play I know one. are all set. And I used to, and I used to name them after um, Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors characters. <laughs> I'll have Mathamuni. I'll have Machao and things like that. Afraid not. Ah. So yeah, that's pretty much the story of Sacred Stones. That's the, also the story of 90% of the games in the Fire Emblem series. Yeah. Change a few minor details, uh, you know, move some dates around, and that's pretty much it. That's that's Fire Emblem. Indeed. But uh, you know what? The, the the story isn't important. What What's important is the gameplay, and the gameplay is really solid. You know, take your, take your slightly more powerful, colorful anime harem slash ensemble, and ram it through a tactical grid-based RPG uh, you know, defeating the army of rock monsters and or Halloween monsters you love slowly level up incrementally get more and more powerful, promote your units rinse and repeat Yeah, I, I definitely think Sacred Stones is an improvement over uh, Blazing Blade, I've, I went over this in greater detail in the, the dead podcast that doesn't exist but um, mm. there are a lot of like just quality of life choices that were major improvements over the previous game slash games. I don't know how many of the previous games were in Japan were similar, but just the fact that your convoy moves with you on the map and isn't just a stationary unit, the fact that you have access to it at all times during the battle is great. Indeed. Uh, the fact that you can supply yourself with weapons and items in between missions instead of having to just buy everything during the mission is Excellent. Yeah, nice, nice bit of like little bits of breaks beforehand. Yeah, Awakening has that feature as well. Mm. A lot of the later Fire Emblem games have that. In fact, 
I think they decided, as of Sacred Stones, is like, you know what, this is probably just a better way of playing the game. Yeah. The music is great in Sacred Stones. I the, fire, the Blazing Light is good, but Sacred Stones, I've like, I've, I've loved every tune so far, except for the recruitment theme. I actually, uh, Together We Ride is the classic Fire Emblem recruitment theme. It's been around since the first game, uh, and they decided to go with something different for Sacred Stones, and it's good, but it's not as good. Oh, yeah, that's, music can make a game just as much as anything else these days. It's uh, it's important. It helps yeah. you get uh, immersed and make you care. It tells you how you're supposed to feel emotionally. Are you excited? Are you sad? Are you angry? Are you scared? Tired. What? Tired. Yeah, that's Radiant Dawn's soundtrack. Ooh. Shots fired. Uh, Radiant Dawn is fine. It's probably like the least good game in the series, but it's fine. It's ugly to look at because it's a Wii game, you know. It's like you know, they're pushing it. They're pushing a not very technical, technologically advanced piece of equipment to its limit, and it's just kind of murky and boring. Wii's one that bad. And well, to be honest, I say that, and the only game I ever played on the Wii was uh, was the Telltale game, and that's only because we wanted to play the next one after Savoni. Oh, so oh, you mean Tales? Yeah, Tales. That was t- it. Yeah, Tales of Symphonia: Dawn's Dawn of the New World. Yeah, yeah. that was an expensive was right. game. Yeah, especially we've seen that we couldn't fucking find it, and I had to buy it on eBay. I think. Yeah, it was mad. But uh, actually, that being said, what's your opinions on Fates? My opinion on Fates. Uh, Fates is needs more faith. Fates is kind of a mixed bag. Fates is like such a baby game. Like they like like every game they try to make things a little bit less horrifying for new players mm. like in awakening they gave you the there was like the person they gave you the option to uh play in casual mode where you know the big thing about fire emblem is permanent death if you're char- if not if a non-essential character dies in your game you they are dead forever and you can't bring them back un- yeah. unless there's a story related reason for them to come back at which point they retire them instead yeah and sometimes even that is permanent it really depends on the situation but, um... They took an I mean, arrow to the knee. I mean, I guess that was but, the problem with Fates, ca- though, anyway, wasn't it? Because there was... It was, effectively, three games. Three separate games made up Fates. Yeah, it's kind of like the... It's like Fire Emblem wanted to be Pokemon kind of mm. thing. Yeah, because what, what, so what was it? There's Birthright, where you play as one kingdom. There is Conquest, where you play as the evil, in finger quotes, kingdom. Yeah. In Birthright, you side with Hoshido... Or like a Japanese style peace loving hippie country. Uh, then in conquest, you side with Nor, which is sort of like a, you know, a Germanic kind of imperial conquest based army, or very evil. And then there was a, a DLC campaign where you decided fuck both y'all. That one I don't know anything about really. But then um, apparently there was the special edition which you could buy, but you couldn't. You once you chose a campaign, you were locked into it, and then had to spend a little bit more to unlock the second campaign anyway. Yeah, if you bought the digital copy of one, you could buy like you could at a discounted rate. You can buy the other copies. It's just like it's it's like I said, it's like I say it's kind of like conquest is a little bit more difficult. Like between the two main titles, it's like objectively conquest is like objectively the harder one to play. Mm. But it also you also get like better units in general. And from what I read, varied objectives as well. Yeah. The the thing, the thing that I felt was kind of cheap about it is that 
in Birthright and Conquest, you play on a lot of the same maps, just sort of like reverse perspective. Mm. You know, in Birthright, you'd be traveling one direction on the map, and in Conquest, you'd be traveling the other direction. And it's like, that's pretty much the main difference. Fair. Oop, that was a spoon. Uh, no, yeah, that wasn't uh, me for once. But yeah, if especially if you're playing Birthright. If you're playing Birthright and you play casual mode, it's like you're not even playing like a Fire Emblem game. It's like your characters come back at the end of every map. They in fact they come back like within a couple rounds of you of them dying. Mm. Uh it's just like ultimate baby mode. No challenge whatsoever. It's just kind of a blah and like there's no there's no weapon durability. That's a big thing in like it's a big staple throughout the whole series is the fact that your weapons wear out over time and will eventually break and you have to replace them. Yeah. So there's like a resource management aspect to your combat. But Fates got rid of that. All weapons have infinite durability. I'm gonna say, oh. we- weapon- weapons shouldn't have really durability, they should have maintenance. Well, <clears throat> I mean, that was that was the thing with them. Well, I mean, I've not played for Awakening enough, which is why I'm, so I'm not gonna talk about it. But it looks like the gold, you know, there is that sort of repair or buying new weapons sort of aspect. Not that it really matters too much with your avatar character, because for some reason they seem to be able to wield Everything. anything. Yeah, they get to do pretty much whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, and then they yeah. sell less all on eBay. Tell me why. Alright, no, so, cool. We've had uh, we've had some Fire Emblem talkies. We've had some Minecraft talkies. And I'm going to go and talk about uh, Distance again. From a distance. From a d- <laughs> Oh dear. Yeah, the the weird quirky indie games, because that's what I seem to do. You're an indie part. You're an indie guy, that's why. Yeah. Hipster! So, uh, yeah, what is Distance? It is a racing platformer set in space. By the way, the car looks really nice in it. Oh, it is a nice looking car. Yeah, uh, I actually like you... the hood of it. It's very... Yeah. Looks very futuristic. Yeah. Especially for so the way the, it's meant to be set. Yeah. So it's, it's set on a space city, just not far away from Earth. And on the sun. An incident, <laughs> And an incident has happened which has required you, as the car, to get back to Earth within a small period of time. And you do that by traveling. Traveling. Yeah, that's driving and traveling. So it's driving. Traveling. 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 Yeah. yeah. Through various levels or sectors. Of this city, uh, for the distance project, I think it's called the Array, is because it's just like little satellites just all connected together in city formations, um, to stop some big bad virus from infecting the whole of the planet, because your car is an antivirus vehicle, doesn't seem to stop any viruses though, it's a bit weird. So yeah, you go there by driving from one end of the level to the other at high speeds, and you can your car can jump, your car can fly. Your car has little magnetic boosters so it can ride on walls and up ceilings. And uh, the car even has a GPS in some modes. Can it transform into a pen? It can't transform into a pen. What it can do... It would not be very useful when there's no humans around. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, what it it can do, and this is something I didn't describe on on the Dead podcast... Was the it's very interesting because the player character is the car, not a driver. There's a point where car will ju- the car will just instantly take damage and 
get destroyed if it hits something. Say it hits a wall at high speed, it will just blow up. But there are parts of the game where they're like buzzsaws and lasers, and if the car takes non-fatal damage, it can still be drivable until the next checkpoint, where the car gets restored, it regenerates. So there was just a situation at one point where I accidentally ran into a laser and it just cut the front two wheels of my car off, and I was about two metres away from the checkpoint, so I just sat there. I had plenty of time, just having to try and do reversing and just like spinning around a little bit in order to try and get it to uh, get it across the line so we could carry on. But it is actually quite fun and very atmospheric for a racing platformer as well because it's got little spooky moments where the music will just start. You know, it'll go... And the game will just slow down randomly and distorted communications and... The big bad stares at you and then opens his gaping mouth and sucks you in. Don't read too much into that. Uh, Sorry, all I heard was sucks. Uh, that's Back good to... <laughs> uh, I completely good to, zoned good out. Good uh, that's, that's, that's nice to know. Steph's back in the room, everyone. I, I zoned out looking at this weird argument that I, on Minecraft server there, man. Oh dear. You and your Minecraft server. But uh, yeah, so that was that was that was my game, and I've already completed the main story. And I'm not saying much of it because it's on the small list of games that you should actually try out. Games which you is should what I think try. I said last time. For realios. Yeah, for realios. So the worst Oreo brand knockoff. Mm, yeah, you don't want for realios. I want weedos. I say weedos. Yeah, weedos. Weedos. Edibles. <sighs> You basically want edibles. Oh, weedos. Gonna be, should be legal in Canada. I'm, I don't know if they are yet, but they'll be. If they're not, they will be soon. Yeah. So, you know. Come across the pond and have a weed. <laughs> weedos. A weed. We here at Immaterial Gamers don't always uh, condone the use of uh, the, the 420 blazes, but you know, for this instance, unless it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> if it, if it, if it involves Steph just going off his tits. I don't need weed for that. <laughs> I have stronger oh. stuff. Oh, man. Right, let us move on then to the segment of the podcast that is now going to be the small recurring segment. It's the news. News time. What is the news we have anyway? Because I've not even seen it. Well, uh, if you have a look at the one from Eurogamer regarding the DualShock controller button name, apparently... PlayStation UK has got the divinity, the definitive answer. Definitive. They got a message from God. Yeah. So you know you've got you've got circle, you've got square, you've got triangle, and then what's that bottom one? X. Is it X? Cross. (laughs) See, I've always called it X. Why bully me with rhetorical questions? Well, if no, it's okay. cross, I'm never buying a PlayStation product again. But according to them, it's cross. Yeah, according to PlayStation UK, it's cross. Cross is called X. If not, it's not. Um, then what are you calling circle? Right, so, yeah, they yeah. have a point. Yeah, they, they've actually stated it's a, yeah. It's if if cross is called X, it's yeah. not. Then what are you calling circle? O. Hit the O button. The O button. Hmm. Yeah. 
So then someone then bright goes in under a Nero agent crimson. And Anyone who says Cross is a cop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, apparently crosses have the same distance between each stick. Crosses form a square. X's don't have the same distance between each stick. X's form a rectangle. Basic geometry. Crosses have the same distance between sticks, you know, except for the most famous cross, which is the Holy Cross and the, True. the symbol of Christianity, which is totally asymmetrical. Yeah. Aside from that particular cross, all the crosses are symmetrical. Yeah. But I do love that what uh, what Eurogamer also found here is someone's response, you know, do you say it's a, an X or cross button? Someone replied, actually, it's called fork. And has as shown a picture of the internals. Oh, yeah. Of the controller, where it clearly says triangle, square, circle, fork. So, so was the one was it, was Actually, that meant to have knife. a little me? Yeah, <laughs> it's got knife on the other side. That's the directionals. So it's, a, it's spoon. It's spoon. Can everyone please press the spoon button? Please? Spoons. The, the spork. The spoon's the middle one where your thumbs go, and all that to click them in. The little joysticks in the middle. They're spoons. Triangle is spatula. Uh, yeah, yeah. Square is just a waffle, and uh, and circle is pan. It's walk, right bumper actually. and left bumper is flag. Touch my waffle button. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, absolutely! And, uh, make my oh face. <laughs> so uh, yeah, in the in the debate, no matter who wins, we've all lost. Oh yeah, we've all been bamboozled. This is fucking like this is some like J.K. Rowling shit. Yeah, you know, this is like actually Dumbledore is a homosexual who had aggressive <laughs> sex with uh, Voldemort all the all the time. Uh, you know, or whatever. It would have been uh, it would have been Grindelwald actually. Uh, it's Gr- Gr- Grindelmeyer. It's all the same. Actually, um, actually, now there's someone has actually. I'm just going through the comments list on the Eurogamer page. Nearly for headless. This as well. Nearly headless. Nick actually had a boyfriend before he died. Hmm. Cheers, J.K. Uh. But someone's actually put, actually, I think you'll find, as it's Japanese, it's called Batsu. Pushes oh, glasses yeah. up nose. The ba- Batsu. Because, yeah, you know, Batsu game. Circle would be Maru. Maru. But that that would also be why in Japanese games, initially, or stuff that was Japanese, for you to proceed through menus, you needed to push the circle button. Because circle C- meant correct. Circle, uh, you know, that's true. Yeah, es- I mean... uh, yeah X slash cross. Meant incorrect. And square, and square is there because you know square is like such an essential part of the PlayStation, you know, ethos that they mm-hmm. own twenty five percent of their buttons of their face buttons. Yeah, uh... they have a twenty five percent stake in uh, face buttons on the PlayStation because of how big Square games are on their console. Ah, uh, so yeah, so this is this is uh, so the interesting thing as well that uh, square meant menu, and triangle was viewpoint. X is actually uh, a plus sign on its side. It's multiplication. <laughs> it's math. X is actually a uh, record-breaking album by the artist Ed Sheeran, which I absolutely fucking hate. You look perfect. That's he's, probably not a song from that he's, album. He's, but... he's ruined Heinz Tomato Ketchup for me at the moment. Why? Because there's a crossover between Ed Sheeran and Tomato Ketchup. It's called Ed Chup. Okay. Did you uh, ever try green quote, ketchup? Greek ketchup. Green ketchup. Hey, weed. Oh, green ketchup. I was going to say, did you say weed ketchup? No, I haven't. I assume it's just ketchup, but with green food colouring. It is. People said it tasted weird, though. I, 
I never got to try That's it. That's called a placebo effect. Yeah. Anyway, let's just wash down that opinion with some vodka. No, this isn't the first game to actually bring out some sort of alcoholic beverage. No, and it won't be the last. Because but... Fallout had... <coughs> Fallout yeah, I was about to say Fallout had... Um, what was it? Oh, root beer... Oh, not the, the root beer Nuka-Cola. Yeah, the... Yeah. The beer... Yeah. Co- the cola something... It was cola something. And they put it in a... Like a big bottle that looked like a rocket. Yeah. And it was plastic and made of shit. Nu- yes. Nuka-Cola dark rum. Yeah. That's... You know, I, I, I've watched... I watched the internet historian's fall of 86 video. Fall of 76? 76. Fallout yeah. of 76, yeah. That yeah. that video is so funny. So awesome. Just the, the list of bugs? Uh, it's just... Dude, I'm so glad I did not touch that game with a fucking 20-foot pole. I was just mm. like, nope. Yep. <laughs> nope, nope, like, nope, 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 nope. Like, uh, it really was just like a nuke hit the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then didn't um and then didn't respawn because the year was wrong. Um <clears throat> It's like how it's like, man, if you want a uh a sixty minute guide a sixty minute or less guide to how to ruin a prestigious AAA developer reputation with a single release That's just it. Just watch that just watch that video right there. Yeah. Do everything that they did and you will fail no matter who you are. Nintendo could fail if they did something that bad. No, no, I don't, Nintendo, I don't think Nintendo would. Nintendo would play it off smarter. I, you'd think. You'd, you'd hope. Well, I, if, if, if Nintendo did something like that, they'd probably just look at them like the special ed kid. <laughs> it's just like, it's like, oh, that's adorable, Johnny. You tried. And yeah. Just like, rah, da, rah, da, da. Yeah, but you know. Oh, I, I need to. I, I am running on so little sleep. We need four times the map. But, uh, you know, God, it's been a while. It's been a while since we last shit on Fallout, wasn't it? You, you know that actual, the vodka, the nuclear vodka cola? I, f- I forget it's mm, actually. The nuke cola. Yeah, nuke cola. Nuke you know, cola dark rum, yeah. when they first promised it, it was meant to be in a glass bottle. Yeah, but just like every other promise from Bethesda, it was just, broken. Just just like the canvas bag. <laughs> Break your Bray. canvas bags. Bray. Bray. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so... So oh, this is not about Russia... Nuka-Cola. No, but it is Bethesda-related, which is uh, interesting, because they've, according to PCGamer.com, teamed up with the company Rebel Distillers to create Doom-branded bone vodka. Oh, God, does Bethesda make that game? Uh, yeah. They publish that game. Yeah, they, publish. They, they bought the Id. lights from the original, I believe. Yeah, id still make the game. Oh, God. When will they learn? <laughs> but, uh, well, look, at least they've not made... Doom seventy six, so you know, he'll be he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Forty five quid a bottle. Excuse me. Forty five quid a bottle. Oh. Wasn't the wasn't the Nuka Cola like eighty like ninety dollars US or something? Yeah, for the rum it was rum. It's not even telling you how how much is in that bottle because that bottle doesn't look that big. It does say does it's it? seventy centiliters, seven hundred mil. Oh, I'm actually on the website, not the thing still. But it's uh, no. According to the news story, it's still it is your standard size bottle. Is it? It looks midget. of vodka for forty five quid. But it's but but Steph, it's made from beef bones. Yeah, I could deal with how, that. How how do you make that from beef bones? How do you make vodka from beef bones? Well, if it wasn't that expensive, I'd probably try it. Well, according to well according to the article and according to the spirits business, marrow is extracted from beef bones that have been roasted and smoked and That's is macerated in a neutral grain alcohol. 
It is then distilled at a low temperature in a vacuum still, resulting in a dry, earthy start and, quote, umami and buttery feel on the tongue. Okay, that might be a vodka I actually like, by the sound of this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's vodka via the butchers. Mm. Just go to your local butcher tomorrow and go, Can I have vodka from the bone marrow, please? Yeah, so if anyone if anyone can donate £45, I will order a bottle of that bone vodka and we'll try it. Try it? I'll fucking neck it. I, I actually want to give that, you know, a time. It's so, it's so expensive, man. I know. Well, it is. I mean, I mean that being said, a standard, bo- a standard bottle of vodka for that size, bar. yeah, standard, um, standard bottle of vodka for that is about fifteen pounds. So it is adding an extra thirty on top of the price. It's and and you know that's just like a hundred percent, like well, like ninety eight percent branding. Like I don't know, maybe their vodka is like super nice or whatever, but like mm. most of that price tag is just you know, it's like oh, it says Doom on the bottle. Yeah. Oh yeah. But. I mean, I mean, how expensive is bone marrow? Well, if you get it from a butcher, they probably can... discard that shit on a daily basis. Yeah, it's probably like nothing. It's yeah. like, it's like my dogs can get that shit for like five bucks, and it's like a, you know, it's like a ten-pound bone full of marrow. Yeah, but ah oh well, it may be maybe something to try at some point, but not now. But uh, I wish I was there. I could uh, partake. Yeah, because right at the bottom of the article it says it's only going to be available in the UK, Australia, and somewhere else. Somewhere else. It was rum. That Swaziland. Yes, it's rum. We've said that like ah. 50 times. I, I know. Yeah. I, I, I was looking it up. I want to see how much that was, if you could still buy it. Yeah, so it's uh, UK, Europe, and Australia was where it was available. So, um, Duncan, I know I know that that may put you into a slight little bit of grief, but... Uh, but don't worry. If you send me the dun- send me the money, Duncan, I'll bring it with me. Do you have anything to disclose? Yeah, bone vodka. Yeah, it's like, it's like, do you have any beef products with you? It's like, well, that's a funny question, and I don't really know how to answer, but... <laughs> <laughs> I have vodka made from bones! Oh. Can I come in still? It's like, I made this, I, I was like, I made this vodka from a cow, can I keep it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's just... Mad. He's just mad. But, uh, yeah, so I was talking about grief before because we go to our last story, also from PC Gamer. I, I, I'm I, not even going to even try and understand what goes through the mind of an EVE online player. I know someone who plays EVE. I don't really talk yeah. to them much, but... God, $70. Oh, God, that's so much. Mm. Yeah, that's like triple what I would spend for vodka that size. Yeah, definitely. But, uh... Here we go. This is the new story that Eve Online is to implement grief counselling when new players lose their first ship. Wow. I mean, you know, this is going on from quoted in the article that said that there are six, there were six hundred thousand new players that tried to play Eve Online last year. Ten percent of them played it longer than seven days. I- I'd like to point out, by the way, I'm one of them. <laughs> I am also one of them. Because I tried it and it was like, yes, yeah, not a game for me. It's just too... It's too much going the, on. The, the slow... Yeah, it's weird. There's so much going on, yet so little to do at the yeah. same time. It's like... You, it's like this, But it's one of them games where you have to be doing like 70-odd different things at once just to make it worth yeah. it. And it's like, you can't just do one thing at a time. It's basically like, if you do one thing at a time, you're going to be doing that for your rest of your fucking life. 
rest yeah. of your little life. But you know, it's just it's just mad. So they they're actually CCP. I'm just scouting the the stuff the um, the stuff that's going through. But yeah, there's going to be some sort of grief counseling system added into the game for new players. Oh, I thought they were going to send like a council chief out or some shit. I was going to say it's a yeah. bit drastic for uh, <laughs> losing a, a, sh- a ship on a game. I'm yeah. going to send a councillor to your house now. <laughs> well, no, no, the, the, yeah, they're going to assign a mod, basically. So think of it like how you have the GMs in, say, Warcraft or any other MMO okay. that are there to answer on a customer service basis. There's actually going to be a separate team that, who are there just monitoring in-game logs and then they'll get an alert that a player has lost their first ship. Well, you and don't then know. they get in contact with them but and guide them through the process. The worst bit of it is, what about if some guy's played, all, let's say, for a good since the game came out, and has never lost any ship, and then he loses one ship, like his best ship that he's ever had, because mm. he's upgraded, blah, 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 and loses it. And yeah. they're going to counsel him for that? I- I'm sorry. That would just go, yeah, I've quit, mate. Bye. It's just like they they begin the conversation. It's like, so I hear you've lost uh, <laughs> yeah. your first ship after ten years of playing, and the first thing the guy says is like, "I'm going to blow up the United Kingdom." <laughs> yeah, I know it. The entire <laughs> United Kingdom, every Jeez. pebble. Yeah, yeah. It's look, like, look, Mr. It's like, well, I understand that you're going through a hard time. It's like I'm going to the store now to buy dynamite. <laughs> you're going to a store to buy dynamite. Where are you? Canada's logged off. <laughs> um, so I think of, we uh... might have an issue. <laughs> well, like, we've had another like, one I... say he's going to go nuke a country. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, shit, last year it was Bolivia. <laughs> what, 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 you, what, what you don't know is that they're going, oh, shit, this is how a rack started. <laughs> you see, this is why CCP are actually clever, because while their headquarters are based in Sweden or somewhere... Their servers are in a server farm somewhere in Canary Wharf in London. Oh, so D- Duncan was right. They're just going to just blow up Britain. They will blow up Britain, yeah. Thanks, yeah. CCP. Just send them a bottle Wait, of bone vodka. In, Tell them to pound it. They'll be fine. Did you say it's in Canary, Canary Dwarf? Wharf? No. No, not Canary Dwarf. Canary, Canary Wharf, dwarf. yeah. Red Dwarf. So, in other words, it's with the Daleks. <laughs> so, in that massive Torchwood. room the Daleks bar was it. Torchwood 1. Yeah. Uh... What was that, Duncan? Uh, what, about the bone vodka? Oh, yeah, you mentioned the bone vodka. Oh, man. Here's a complimentary oh. bottle of bone vodka. I'm sorry, if, if they were going to send that to me every time I lost I lost my first ship, I'd make a new account every time. Every time you lost your first ship? Man. Yeah. <laughs> they send you mm. a £45 bottle of vodka? Okay. <laughs> uh, How, uh, and then you better thing is you'll have the same person who speaks to you and you'll just go, can I have my vodka now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm you're like, excuse me, sir. How many times have you lost your ship? Well, on this account, I can quit any time I want. <laughs> on this account, don't tell me what to do. On this account, I've <laughs> lost it once. Account. What do you mean on this account? Well, on my other seventy-two thousand accounts, <laughs> and my house Wait. that's now made of these vodka bottles. <laughs> yeah, you've just taught me the valuable nature of alcoholism. <laughs> oh dear. It's it's got a Buttery feel of the tiger's bulky finish. <laughs> made from cows. I wonder if that means it's going to be a belly. I can't take it overseas, but it's. If it's going, no, I'm assuming you probably could, because it'll just come under the alcoholic 
the, the amount of alcohol you can transport. I don't think they'll yeah, care what it's all going. of it. What, what you, you're limited to what most countries is. I know England's different to every other fucking country, so I don't help. <laughs> mm. No, I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, there is, there is limits. It's, it's, it's all, only it's all about your import. So, if I had that, bo- at least two bottles of that vodka on me, I don't think they'll stop me. It's if I'm extending the limit of having X amount of liters of it. Mm. Hence why they do it in centiliters, which is still milliliters. It doesn't really matter. I was really confused when I when I came over to the UK and everything, and I saw things in centiliters. I'm like, what the fuck is the CL, and why is it so big? Yeah. Uh, so why is it CL and why is it large? Because like seventy-five we, CL for this bottle. What? Yeah, we have an alcohol problem. That's basically what that is. No, but... it's not an alcohol problem. What it is is people are blind. We have. Drunk. It's because we the weather's normally that bad here. We see everything in black and white. We don't see color. Drink. We don't see color. We the weather is so bad. We must drown our sorrows in alcohol. Well, yeah. You might as well. Have you seen the weather? Yeah. It was pretty wet when I was there, I'll be honest. Yeah, well, I mean, it was October. To be honest, it wasn't that bad of an October while you were there. Well, apart from four of the five days I was around while you were there, the Monday was absolutely fine. Apart from the, the slight Terry driving on the wrong side of the road business, but... That was hilarious. You know, as me and Terry dropped off the car and we walked out, we noticed a sign saying, please drive on the re- um, left-hand side of the road. <laughs> It's like, well, why I did we a lot not of know? Who are renting cars but, in but, Manchester near the airport would be like, you know, be like, just a reminder, you're not in the country the, you're the from. But the thing is, we didn't notice it when we drove out. We noticed it when we walked out. <laughs> uh, just, just. How good that sign? <laughs> yeah. So, just speaking of signs, I think that's a sign that we should wrap this up for this wrap week. Wrap it up. Because Ryan's the on his pod couch. Pod couch. Pod couch. I actually like that now. Needed to record that. But uh, yeah, so we go to the wrap up. So if you've listened all the way through, wow, congratulations. Yeah. I'm sorry. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Gonna need a, get at least a couple shots of that Doom vodka. What you don't know is everyone who is listening has been drinking that Doom vodka. Yeah, they're they're not coherent anymore. Yeah. The, so the um, yeah, if you Oh, could... do they want the vodka I got from Russia that looks like black tar? <laughs> So, <laughs> so if you could uh, shakily move your hand to the subscribe button, click, leave it, leave a comment. Maybe once you've sobered up, maybe Ryan, that'll be all They're drunk. Great. They're not going to pay attention to your kindness. You have to be more aggressive. No, because they love me. No, you have to be and more aggressive. Us. For drunk people, you need to be more aggressive. I don't want to start a fight. Well, what are they going to start a fight with? Their own computer? Well, yeah. Well, that's their own issue. They're breaking that, not us. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, we moved to the schedule. So, Tuesdays, podcast, hello, Wednesdays, whatever we feel like. At the end of this, are we going to have a to be confirmed? Uh, maybe. And dual play is just that number one in that list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Then uh, we also have, what are we, Thursday, Teamfight Thursdays, self-explanatory. Friday, War Table, Steve's still going through that bloody XCOM game. I'm telling you. He's conning it. He's dragging yeah. it out the longest way possible. Yeah, the long con. The long X-con. Yeah, the, the long X-con. Yeah, and then uh, Saturdays is one of the triple threat. It could be a play session. It could be something immaterially different. It could be an immaterial take-on. 
It depends on what happens the night before. Um, it depends on the monkey we 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 buy to, to grind the yaga. Yeah. Uh, Sundays. Mondays we've got better together. <laughs> what happened to Sunday? <laughs> Cancelled. Cancelled. What happened to? The whole day, or just what we put on? <laughs> yeah, no. The, yeah, the we're day not gonna have Sundays anymore. We're just <laughs> yeah. gonna cryo sleep right through it. Yeah. I wish I could do that. I, I work most Sundays. I'm not working next Sunday. That's a nope. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, sibling rivalry when Darius is alive. I, I'm gonna find out what's happening with that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then like I say, Mondays is better together. So that's your week, and uh, thank you to Duncan and Steph for. No, Ryan, thank you. I mean, no, Duncan, fa- let, no, Ryan, let's thank Duncan for making us do this again. Hey, look, Podcast yeah, 53B. It practice and makes us better at it. Yeah, Podcast 58B. This isn't 58, you know I've already told you there. Yeah, well, look, well, actually, when I downloaded it, you actually downloaded Season 1, Episode 6. You messed up. You did? Oh, yeah. Have a look. Oh, yeah, so, uh, I named it New and One. Season one would be great. So, would be I, great if he sent, accidentally sent you episode six of the podcast, and like he just had something else completely talking about something completely different from the rest. <laughs> Get of it us. fits in. <laughs> Get it fits in perfectly. Yes, it's like Steph. You've been playing Minecraft Earth, so I was playing Donkey Kong Rainbow Six Siege. No, no, in my look, that'd be the episode where it goes. I forgot what I've played. <laughs> Can we come back to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you were playing Minecraft Earth. I forgot. Come back to me. And then someone else just starts talking. <laughs> I forgot. Come back yeah. to me later. Did I play yeah, that? <laughs> yeah, like Duncan said, someone else just comes back talking. Just like, yeah, what's going on? But uh, no, thanks, thanks, guys. And we shall see you next week. So uh, Put in the comments bye-bye. if you think this is season two. This is season two. Put it in the comments, regardless. Don't pay attention to oh. Ryan. Oh, shit. For God's sake, don't kill each other. Bye. And don't forget don't the numbers. <laughs>